everybody has a job where there's common questions. Like we have a friend that's a doctor. So everybody's going up and asking, can you look at my ear? Is this rash? Like, well, that would be awful. (laughs) My job people are always like, so can you get concert tickets? And can you get, you know, so you being real estate by Joe, I bet you, you get all the time. When should I sell my house? When's the market the best? What's the market doing? All right. So let's talk real estate. Yeah. Welcome to episode three of the Just Listed podcast with Real Estate by Joe and Company in Alexandria, Minnesota, and I'm Amy Fox. Okay, it's that season. I feel like it's go, 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 and it's a rush to the holidays like always, but for real estate, it's like, whoa, am I correct? It's a slow down at this time of season, at least here in Minnesota. Right. So no, what I call it is our seasonal shift. So this time of year, everything kind of gears down and it's weather driven. You know, yep. obviously, weather during the colder it gets, the less people want to go out and the less people want to move. I mean, most people don't want to move in the dead of winter. They don't want to move with a ton of snow. And so what I call it is our seasonal slowdown. And then I tell people because they're like, hey, you know, is the market dying or do you know, is it bad? No, the market's still good. It's still strong here, but you're not going to sell in two or three days. More than likely, I mean, you still could. But more than likely, it might be three weeks. It might be four weeks. It might be 60 days, which is okay. But people have to be understanding of that. Instead of 20 or 30 buyers out there, there's like two or three. Okay. More serious. So the first thing, if you're thinking about listing your home at this time of year, what would be the first question? Is do you want to sell? Like, do you want to sell now? Do you have to sell now? Really okay. Really the question. Because it is slower. It is slower. And... um. Compared to spring, you might get a little less, right? You're not going to, but you're also going to buy for less. So that's the the give and take, right? So when you go to list now or talk to your realtor, they're going to give you a price. And my advice to the consumer is listen to them. Unless you interview them and you're like, no, this person's a complete bonehead. Then I would say (laughs) get a different realtor. But they should be able to tell you like now this is what the market will bear this time of the year. I think that's really hard when you're getting ready to list your home because you have to try to separate yourself from the emotions of that property. It's not just a property. It's like your home and you've put so much time and effort into it and I need to get this out of it. And that doesn't always equate. Right. It doesn't equate. And the other thing I find is people are like, well, my home is better because... My home is better because that's great, but when it comes to homes, that's why you get a realtor because they're going to take that emotion out of it and they're going to say, okay, apples to apples, your home is like no other, right? There's always going to be changes or differences, but in a grand scheme of things, is it a four bedroom, two bath built in 1999? Yes. And so am I going to find other homes like that that compare and what have they sold for? So statistically, your home is going to sell for about X. I mean, it's pretty... There's not a crystal ball, but it's pretty mathematical that way. So if you're going to list right now in this seasonal shift or, you know, even over the holidays, what are things that people should be mentally prepared for? Okay, so that's a really good question is if they choose to list now and they think they have to, like, that's fine, that's good, then be prepared for less showings in a longer period of time. 
right? Okay. So instead of having three and four showings a day, because the weather's great, everybody wants to look at homes, you're going to get three or four showings a week. And, you know, that's completely dependent on the property type, too. So don't go to your realtor and don't go to, Joe said, by the way, I'm Joanna Viesda with Real Estate by Joe. <laughs> so Joe said that I was going to get three showings this week. Why don't I have three showings? And don't hire me and say, you said I was going to get three. I don't want that. I don't want that. I'm not saying that. Everything's property specific, right? Gosh, because that's what I get my foot in my mouth. <laughs> you're going to have less showings is the moral of the story. And you're going to have them in a longer period of time. So then how do you even deal with, let's, I mean, you're still in your home. You're going to have less showings, but you're going to have to show it. You try to have the holidays at your house or whatever. I mean, well, there that's got to be hard. Well, that's something we can help you with, too, is how to decorate. There is a lot of information out there, and that's probably something we should put on our blog, is how to decorate for the holidays and have your home. So when it comes to the holidays, people actually like a home that's decorated for the holidays to look at when they're looking at homes. Like, it's kind of great. So I would say take that and utilize it for your ability to kind of expand on your decorating like if you really want to go oh i would love to have this this year or i found this on pinterest and i want my front porch to look like that then do it because that goes into like your curb appeal and everything else and staging it makes sense i love looking at houses that are decorated for the holidays they're and, pretty and they're warm and yeah inviting. the one that we bought i remember just looking at the fireplace going oh my gosh it's so beautiful and fun to decorate for the holidays and it totally grabbed my emotions right. for sure and if you have a fireplace and you're listing in the winter or cold weather turn it on the other thing to to the consumer is if you have a fireplace or even if you don't have a fireplace let's see i have people who turn their house down because they're trying to save money mm-hmm. or if the home's vacant there is something called the feel of warmth and if you have your house and you're showing your house at 55 degrees, you're less likely to get an offer and you're less likely to get more than one offer or have people like it. Because Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm, it's but cold. it's true. I never really thought about that. Mm-hmm. So have your heat up. Have yeah. it comfortable. A cozy fire going. Now, mm-hmm. um, because it is the colder season, a lot of people think, my my husband always swore by this, you got to have like fresh baked cookies or that. Oh, that's, <laughs> it works. It works. Does it? Really? Mm-hmm smells yeah and i think we talked about that in one of our podcasts yep you don't like that nose blindness you don't know what you smell like right and so you don't know what your home smells like you think your home smells good and then when people plug in glades and stuff everywhere it gets a little overwhelming yeah so you can have that too right that's a fake smell yeah cookies are a natural smell this time of year everybody wants warm they want cinnamon they want vanilla they want pumpkin and the other thing is i saw you can bake I think it's like a teaspoon of vanilla, a cinnamon stick, and something else, and a little bit of oil in your oven, and you turn it on like 325 for like 15 minutes, and then it's aromatic aroma through your house. You open your oven door, just let it cool, and then leave. So you don't even have to oh. But there's little tricks like that, too. Make it smell good. Make it smell holiday-ish. Yes. Warm. Yep. Putting that, even uh, we've put out the actual cookies so that if people are walking through, they can have a cookie. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> Don't you love going to a hotel when they have warm cookies? Yes. I love that. I love cookies. I like food. <laughs> and I'm so bad at cooking that I'm like, oh, if people have food. I'm like, I'll eat two of these. Oh, you're not going to eat yours? I'll eat yours. So like there was three people here where three cookies are gone and I ate them all.
I'm just going to assume people that are going to choose to list their home at this time of year, knowing that there's kind of a shift in activity um, and that you also have to do the holidays. Maybe there's a reason they have to. Maybe they're switching jobs or they just mm-hmm. have no choice. But let's say we get to this uh, time of the year and you're just like, you know, I no, I'm not going to list. So that's my choice. But what can we do over this time then to get ready to list it in the spring. I mean, because you're going to get all these gifts and like things, you know, at the holidays, you're going to oh. fill up your home with more junk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't mean to say junk. I mean, wonderful, thoughtful gifts. Uh huh. Oh. Um, this year, by the way, my family is finally going on a trip instead of gifts, and I couldn't be more elated because oh. just the having three kids, the amount of stuff our wonderful, generous family gives them I know. is like, no, and I don't toys. want it. Are your kids out of the toys thing? Um, our son is not. He's nine, so he okay. still loves toys, and that's just the bane of our existence. But the older ones, the teenagers are, and they just they don't want any more stuff. They don't want people picking out their stuff. So they're very big on gift cards or cash or experiences. I tell everybody, instead of just feeling like you're throwing them a gift card, right. take them somewhere. Take mm-hmm. them actually shopping or take them to a game or whatever. Right. Yeah. No, I my daughter's been asking to swim with the dolphins and she's <gasps> Oh, that's awesome. Eight. I know. So I'm desperately waiting to try to take them again and go on a family trip and I would love to do I don't want to swim with the dolphins at all. <laughs> like, um at all. I did it one time. Did you like it? I felt it was overrated. <laughs> Well, good, because I was a little bit paranoid about it. I'm like, why would I want to do this? But it was also, I think I would love it with my kids, but I was all by myself because my husband is terrified of sea creatures and he was not going to do that. Uh, He was my boyfriend at the time. And so I'm just like by myself going, yay, this is great. And it was... That's not fun. I don't know. I think it's funny that he's terrified of sea creatures. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a whole other topic. You guys aren't going to see where oh, for no. your family trip? No. Nope. He won't go near the ocean. <laughs> Nothing. He's not going to snorkel. So you guys aren't I mean, I would scuba dive. I'd love to go through, like, like shipwrecks. Oh. oh, no. He wouldn't. I mean, I probably won't ever, but. He's <laughs> like, looks nice. Looks he's nice. terrified. Christmas, whatever, if your kids understand that those things are also gifts, you know, those experiences, maybe you'll get less clutter. But, right. you know, if we're, if you have stuff like we all do, we all have too much stuff. It just feels like overwhelming. Your house feels so small. where do you even start purging that stuff while you're getting ready to list it in the spring? Right. We're going to purge while it's the season. Yeah. Shift, right. And we talk so much about decluttering, but I think decluttering is there can be so many levels and facets to it. Mm-hmm. The purging is like, oh, I don't want to admit this, and this is going to haunt me, but I have a nickname. It's called Couchy Kathy. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Couchy Kathy? Yeah, what, do you collect couches? Well, apparently. Really? Yeah. I don't mean to. So this Where is. Where do you put a collection oh of couches? My gosh. Okay. So here's my joke. I have three kids. I have a five-year-old, an eight-year-old, and an 11-year-old. And it, it's nothing. Like, and you have kids. Anybody that has mm-hmm. kids. It's nothing to see your kid jumping on your couch. Oh, yeah. And, like, jumping off your couch, tipping your couch over and using it as, like, a launch pad. And you're like, well, I'm not sure why the recliner doesn't work or it jabs in my back. <laughs> Maybe the fact that it's been tipped over, launched off, you know, all these things. Oh, great imagination, kids. Yeah, I'm so glad you used <laughs> it to build a fort. 
you know, <laughs> I love you. So I make a joke that I drive around when I drive on the road and I see free couches, I pick them up. You, I don't really. You're that one. I'm that person because I'm like, why am I gonna buy new furniture? Because my kids just destroy it. I try buying like nice pillows. I love like fun, yeah. frilly pillows, and I love to like pillow out a couch. Well, you can dress it up that way. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. My kids start ruining my fun pillows, and I'm like, it's just never like at this point in my life. I just think I can't have anything nice. Nope, you can't. Cause what a, your oldest is what ten? Oh, 11. Okay. Yeah, then yeah, you got a little while before you can have nice stuff. I thought I was on the level of nice stuff, but since my youngest is still nine, things are getting destroyed. Yeah, yeah. my oldest son, his nickname, one of his nicknames is Destroyer. So like that tells you why my stuff is broken. <laughs> so okay, so if you've got some storage shed full of couches, Couchy Kathy, <laughs> do you feel like you can stop yourself from picking up these yes, couches, yes. or do we need to have an intervention? So here's yes, maybe <laughs> I don't know. So here's how I do it: is like I have, so I had all these like quasi broken couches that I was just like limping by, and then I sell real estate. So then my client was like, "Hey, I'd sell this couch for three hundred bucks." I'm like, "Well, that's better than what I have, right?" So then I trade it out and I put my like quasi broken couch in the garage. So I currently have four couches sitting in my garage. But I'm like, you know what? We can have parties in the garage and we could sit on them. And everybody I know that knows me looks at me like, really? That's kind of disgusting and dumb. And I'm like, well, I'll sell them in the garage. I'll sell them in the spring at a garage sale. Oh, uh, I don't even want to go down the path of garage sales because, oh, oh, I did one this summer and it was not. So much work. Um, worth it. But uh, <laughs> so basically, if you're looking for a I couch, love garage parties, though, but I worry about couches out there because gross. we get mice every once in a oh. while. Not a lot, but never in our house, but in our garage. For sure. So I don't keep anything like with stuffing or anything out there because they're just going to make a nest and a nice oh. little cozy home in there. Okay, so uh-huh. I didn't think of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I leave my garage door open all the time. Oh yeah, they're they're definitely they're just right at home. They're sitting up popcorn and and movie nights. Those mice, okay, probably so, talking about purging, <laughs> talking about couchy Kathy. So I'm gonna throw this out there. If anybody's looking for a couch for fifty bucks, call me. <laughs> I got a I got a selection. Well, the other thing that I have heard you have a problem with, so you have to stop buying and you have to get rid of our kitchen gadgets, even though you're not a cook. (laughs) So I'm saying like, this is part of purging. You have to, Mm -hmm. because I have a problem with that too. It's like, oh, this thing slices and dices and and it can make a breakfast in one push of a button. Right. And then it's more stuff that's taking up room on your counter or in your cupboards or whatever. Well, that's exactly it. So talking about purging and you guys came to my office. So I love to have real food. I hate going out to eat. Like I hate it. I want to eat healthy, but I want to eat good. And so I always think there's some magical thing I can set on my counter and push a button and it'll make whatever I want it to make. Right. Uh-huh. So I have a like toaster oven on my counter and then I have a toaster oven that's literally been sitting on the floor by my kitchen in my office for probably five months yeah and i saw it there and i have the same one and there. don't even hook it up no it's gift that even- to somebody because you'll never get it clean again it's i have the same one sitting on my counter and if i was listing my home it'd be the first thing i'd get rid of because it's nasty it makes things great but you'll never get it clean again right that air fryer yeah well and that's the other thing about purging it's like when you start looking at things that I, and we all have it, we all have things that we want to keep, right? You're like, oh, I want to clean. Even your closet, you're like, oh, 
oh, I love that sweater. But did you actually wear it? And it's like the other thing, like, I want to love that air fryer, but it's sitting there for five months. Like, for real, get it out of your space. My couches, get them out of your space. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it just, I mean, I feel like it stresses you out without you out even realizing yeah, it. Yeah, because you're walking around clutter. You're mm-hmm. rocking around stuff you don't need. And you know that it has to be addressed, but there's always something that's like, well, I have to do this right now, or I have to do that right now. I don't have time, but you have to just, I don't know, put on some music and just get it done. Well, and the other thing I've heard a lot of my clients will do this is they put stuff on the sell it sites and they're like, it's literally gone in minutes. Mm -hmm. I did that with two couches and I just made them free. I think I could have got money for them, but I just wanted them gone. I was like, you got to haul them away. They sold like instantly, not sold, but they came and just picked them up. I'm like, I'm not leaving this on a curbside I know, or anything. And I don't care. <laughs> it's not that I couldn't use a hundred or $200, but I just didn't care enough. I was just like, get it out of here. Mm-hmm. I bought a new couch. I need this gone. And so I, I've done that. But that's overwhelming too, putting stuff on those it marketplace is. sites. But if you, if your goal, you have to look at, like you said, figure out your goal go to garage sales, you're putting stuff on Marketplace or you're don't, what's your goal? Is it to get rid of stuff or is it to make some money? Right. If it's to get rid of stuff, then you have to just mentally go, okay. I don't, I spent this money years ago, I don't care and get it gone. Right. And the other thing too is giving it away. At least you're giving it to somebody that's going to use it and it's not going in the landfill. Yeah. Right. Right. Because I also get a little bit freaked out about the landfill and, and mm-hmm. waste. I hate how wasteful we are. That's like my whole segue into a whole new, another part of my life that I get. Like, you know, you think about how much garbage and stuff you throw away and you're like, why am I throwing this away? And it's like, because I don't need it. Right. Somebody could use it. So posting it for free. Yeah. Well, you talk about coaches. We had our first, like, brand new couch we had ever bought, and we had it for at least a decade. And it was big and comfy and cushy and had this huge ottoman, and only certain spaces can hold Mm -hmm. it. But it had been loved a lot in a decade and jumped on and, you Mm -hmm. know, all that stuff. We were ready to get rid of it, and it actually just, like, filled me up. You talk about, like, season of giving, and I, I, I gave it to this woman that wanted it on facebook they came and picked it up and then she texted me a picture of it in her place and she was so happy and it just made me feel so good like i kind of blessed her life with something that maybe she couldn't have bought or found or whatever and i was like yay right and maybe that's why i have those couches still in there because my kids jump on them you know you have some sentimental touch to them or you know yeah you want to keep them yeah but Time to get red. Time to get red. You're going to list in the spring. Let's get ready for it. You know, Mm -hmm. don't wait for spring cleaning. Do it right now over the holidays. Maybe you have a break at home with your kids when they're off of school and you can just take the time and go, kids, do you play with this anymore? Do you do this anymore? Right. Let's give it to some other kid that would love it. Yeah. And I love the idea of just posting it, even though that can be overwhelming. But if you say post it and if you're looking for a couple bucks, whatever, or if it's free, just say, hey. You come, you haul. Mm-hmm. Like, so then it's not a task. Because that's the other thing is I'm that person. I'm like, oh, I'll post it. And then I'm like, okay, do you want me to deliver it to you? How about I pay you to take it? And it's like, oh, no, no. Doing that? no. Just don't put your, don't put your words in your, like, foot in your mouth. <laughs> Just let them have it. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> this is where I live. Come pick it up. Well, um, we got that slower time if you're listing, but that's okay. There's still ways to do it. Um, and then we purge stuff. And then you talked about this just briefly, and we should probably do a deep dive in to the actual things that you should do to prep your home before you list it. Right. 
any homeowner, you look around your house, and isn't it true? You're talking about things that have to get done, and everybody always goes, it's always something. Because there's always something to fix or there's always something to improve or do. There really is. And then you think, okay, I got to list this place for sale. What should I pour my time and money into fixing up? I get that question a lot. I bet. People are like, what do I do to my home to make it sell the fastest for the most amount of money? And that's like opening a can of worms to most people. Yeah. So. So I think we should talk about that on the next one. Yeah, definitely. Joe, how can people find you if they want to get a hold of you? They're looking for that hardworking Minnesota farm girl to sell their home faster. Right. So obviously you can Google us. You can call us. I'm Joanna Viesdo with Real Estate by Joe. Hardworking Minnesota farm girl. We sell faster, right? We're going to get your home ready. Realestatebyjoe.com and it's J-O for Joe.com. You can find us on the web. You can find us on Facebook and you can stop in our office by Big Ole in Alexandria, Minnesota. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Paying bills on time? Not maxing out credit cards? Yes, give yourself credit. You can get closer to big goals like home ownership by taking small steps to build up your credit. Level up your credit knowledge at Fannie Mae.com slash credit education. Hey. 